Yes, sir. What's good, y'all? Welcome back to the Millionaire Mansion Podcast. My name is James Hodgkin. I'm the owner of the Millionaire Mac Club, and we believe millionaire is defined by a mindset, not monetary status. And we're raising consciousness in order to tap into our limitless potential, man. Today, 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 we have a very special guest. This man is impactful for the community will z tidwell this man does content creation market marketing strategies does a bunch of different bunch of different entrepreneurial i don't even know what to call him this man's just a businessman a leader really like he's just doing what we all should be doing you feel me so will how you doing man let let us know who you are Man, I'm good, brother. I'm good, bro. I'm glad. I'm glad we finally got to do this, man. We've been talking about it for a little minute, so right. you know, we finally got to do this, man. I'm happy, but um, but yeah, man, you kind of summed it up for the most part. I'm I'm, a, I'm all over the place, man. But most people know before the um, but just making you know con- content that just moves people, pushes people, and motivates people, and and speaks on on topics that are super important. Uh, but I'm also a businessman, you know, like uh, community outreach really important. So my company, we create like really unique initiatives and programming for youth, less fortunate, um, um, you know, women, all of those different types of things, man, from, you know, uh, a writing company where we do different things like writing essays for students and, and scholars and, uh, you know, business professional things like business plans, all that great stuff. And like you said, marketing, I have also a marketing media team where um, we just help brands, you know, develop their ideas, develop their brand, develop the, their concepts because, the whole purpose of my company is to become a resource for people. And I think that's one of the biggest resources is giving, especially people of color, uh, the resources, the initiative, the program, and like all, all those things tie together. So um, they can give that back to the world and we can make the community and the world a better place, bro. So, you know, from the outside looking in, it, it can seem like what I, what I do and who I am, you know, is all over the place, but it makes sense a lot and it, it connects, you know, and so I'm glad I get to, you know what I'm saying? Be on dope platforms like this, bro, where I can get explained that a little more in depth. You know what I mean? All right. See, I feel that because, like I said in the intro, like, I feel like you're doing what all of us should be doing, not necessarily from an entrepreneurial standpoint, but just strictly from a, it like, you're, you have a passion, and then you're pursuing it, and you're not limiting yourself to one passion. You see what I'm saying? So, my question is, where, where, because man, I was watching some of your content. I was watching some of your content. And like you said, like your stuff is just powerful, moving stuff. So where, where do you think your thought process came from? Is that attributed to your, your parents, your upbringing? Where, where'd that come from? Um, experiences, bro. You know what I mean, um, I, I was literally just talking about that yesterday. A lot of people are educated in a lot of different ways in life. A lot of some people go to college. Some people have their parents teach them everything from a young age. People have mentors. Right. I, I don't get me wrong. My, my parents did do a great thing. I'm not saying I didn't or I'm not saying I didn't have mentors that contributed to who I am. But for most of the time, bro, it was failing. It was it was experiencing and it was it being experimental and just trying things and um. From those things, I've always been really great at extracting the lessons 
from everything I go through. It might not make sense right or right away. It might not be clear to me why I had to deal with this failure or deal with this happening to me at that very moment. But eventually what happens is um, I sit long enough and that's where my, my writing passion is so, is so important to me because I'm blessed to be able to look at pain, look at situations, look at things I go through and say, damn, that's why I learned from that. And I just turned it into something that I can share with everybody. You yeah. know what I mean? So I think that's, you know, more so defines how my mindset has been kind of shaped. It's just me, me, me being very um, observant to what's going on around me, what's happened to me, and being able to, to pull something from it. I feel like everybody needs to hear, everybody can relate to, or that I can help somebody else with. You know what I mean? Right. And so I've always been like that, bro. I've always been that type of guy. It was just now the rest of the world is finally i guess getting to see it you know what i mean all right so you're you're that friend your friends came to for advice huh shit yeah um shit yeah bro even though i was and the funny thing is they'll come to me for advice but i was doing just as much shit as they was doing you know what i mean (laughs) but but yet i still was the person that they would call upon so i always knew i had something i know i always knew that from a young age i just never knew quite what it was but now i've been blessed enough to you know, put some structure around my dreams and my passions and what I'm good at. And shit, here we are. All right. So let's talk about that. What helped you structure turning your your natural ability, your natural observation skills into a profession? How how did you make that transition? Um you know how when you one of them few people that that feel like I'm not sure what I'm supposed to be doing with my life, right? Like, when I was first in that stage of my life, when high school is over, I know you can speak to this, when high school is first over, and maybe not because you're an athlete, but, like, for just that standard person that doesn't go have a, a college I already look forward to that they sign with or whatever the case may be. But in most people's case, when they graduate high school, there's this there's this, this level in this stage that you go through when you're not quite sure what you want to do. You pull between what your parents want you to do, right. you know, what can make you a lot of money, what your friends did. You, you stuck in between all of these worlds of trying to figure out what makes you happy, bro. And I remember I was when I was in college before I dropped out. Mm-hmm. I was in college, man. I just remember having a conversation with one of some of my partners. It was like five of us in the car. We hotboxing, we smoking and all that type of stuff. And I realized out of those five or six people that was in the car with me, bro, shit, four of them didn't, didn't even have a major in the school. Mm-hmm. Half of them was only there because they they were making their parents happy. They wanted to be there so their parents would get off their back about doing something with their life or they just didn't want to sit at home every day so they decided to, you feel me? And right. so I was like, damn, I don't want to be like that though. I don't want to strive so much to make other people happy that I'm unhappy or I'm going to just do this just to be doing something but it don't really truly bring me happiness. And what I was majoring in didn't bring me the happiness, bro. So I really didn't have a choice but to figure something out. Mm-hmm. So I said, let me figure out what I'm great at, what I like to do, what I'm passionate about. And then that's where I came back to the writing. I came back to the speaking stuff I had been doing as a kid. I was always the head of the plays. I was always writing stuff, writing poetry. I always did that stuff. But it was just a hobby back then. You feel me? But when it, when the real world hit you and you got to put together some type of plan that you're going to get swallowed up out here. I said, let me let me figure out what I'm passionate about and what I love and relet them things resurface and let's figure out how to monetize that, put passion around that. Right. And don't get me wrong, bro. I still, I'm still figuring out the kinks to that stuff every day. But but we've come a long way from where we used to be. So I, that's really how I made it into professions, bro. It's, it's again, me being aware of what I love to do um, and not being so quick to cave into other people's opinions or what they want me to do. And shit, I pay, I, I, get, I pay myself every week from what I'm good at. 
I you feel me? So, so that's 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 what I love the most. Right. I feel like, bro, that's that's the leap a leap of faith a lot of people don't take, unfortunately, where they I don't know, like it's crazy how how cliche the the saying you can be whatever you want to be has turned into because bro as i'm getting older like i'm really realizing that like there's nothing cliche about that saying like it's all facts like if you just put your mind to it put your grind to it give it some time the success is gonna find you but it's just i don't know in in our in our day like not not just our generation not your generation like everybody in the world is just getting so caught in this instant gratification. And you can see it with like, like things like Amazon, social media, like all of that is playing a factor. And that, that instant gratification is really killing people's potential, killing people's contentment. Really? It's crazy. So what, what game could you give in terms of somebody that that's on the edge of taking that leap of faith? Like they're yeah. like, look, I know I can do this. Yeah. It may not be clear, but I know I can do this. What, what could you give them? The one thing people don't say when they talk about you can do whatever you want to do is that the fact, tr- the, tr- the true fact of it all is like you said, yeah, you can do what you want to do, but you're going to be afraid. Mm. You feel me? Nobody talks about that part of it. Nobody talks about it's going to be scary. Nobody talks about it's going to be uncomfortable. It's going to be people that don't quite understand what you're trying to do. It's going to be people that question you. Nobody talks about that side of it. We just talk about the, the, the when we were kids, they just told us the good stuff. The good counselor to come to your room once a, once a, once a semester and you can do whatever. I can't wait for you to go to college. And, and, but nobody talks about the depression. Nobody talks about the anxiety. Nobody talks about the real stuff that comes with life. You know what I mean? And I think that's where a lot of us were misdirected and a lot of us were, uh, you know, misguided when it comes to that. You know what I mean? And so that's, that's, that's what I would tell them is that don't think that just because you go after this thing that, that, that you're not going to still go through things that you, that life is still not going to be hard. Yeah, you can do it. I'm not saying that you can't, but are you prepared to, to do it even when things aren't perfect? Mm. Even when things are ugly, even when people do doubt you, even when people say you can't do it, even when this happens, are you still willing to do it? And I think if you can get over that hump, you know, through the tears, through the depression, through the all, if you can get through that, then you're going to be fine. So that's that's the main thing I would tell them, because it's a mindset thing before anything else. I can give you tangible game on how to do X, Y and Z. But if your mindset ain't right, because you don't understand how many clients brought in work with where they'll come to me and be like, see. I got this idea. I got this thing I want to do. I can't wait to do it. I need your help. Let's figure it out. But as soon as I give them the, the blueprint of what they're going to have to do, they fold on me. Mm. And then I have to really get mad at myself and say, I got to fix up my systems and my process to my business to where I make the, I go through a mindset thing with my clients before I even take them on as a client. Because right. what, you, what they've done not only is, is, is give up on themselves, but they wasted my time. Because I didn't put a plan together. I didn't had a pre-consultation with you. I didn't put a plan together. I didn't got my team mentally prepared to help you with this, this, and that. And as soon as I showed you what it was going to take, you quit on me. That's mindset, right? right? Because every time you had to fight for something, every time something got hard, every time the depression came, you quit on me. So that's going to make me question, do you really want this as bad as you're saying you do? You feel what I'm saying? 
So, so that's, I think that's what it starts there. It's, it's, and that sounds cliche within itself. It's a mindset thing, but it is. It really is. It is. You feel me? It, really it is, bro. Like, I, like a perfect example. I'm at the gym the other day. I want to be healthy, right? I want to be, I want to live a healthier life. I'm at the gym running. I'm feel like I'm finna die. <laughs> you feel me? And I was like on the last set, and I and I forced myself to do an extra thirty seconds on top of the normal set. Right. And I'm like, let me just see if I can push myself to do it. It felt like I was finna die, bro. Right. Like my stomach was hurting. You feel me? Right. But I went and did the extra thirty seconds, and once I got done, I was like, oh, I ain't die. You know? Right. But yeah, that's like, what I happens. Love you do Exactly. That's what happens in life. We we say we want this thing, but we got to go a little bit extra to get it. And then when we actually in the process of trying to get to it, that pain comes. I feel like I'm gonna die. Mm. Depression comes. I want to die. The, the the suicide thoughts come. I want to die. This mm. person didn't believe in it. I, that I was supposed to love me the most didn't believe in it. Man, fuck. I don't want to. I don't know what I want to do with my life no more. And we stop running. And you don't even understand everything you asked for, everything you've been praying about was right on the other side of it. Literally. Literally. Whoa. You feel me? What, 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 go ahead. My bad. I get it. No, no, go ahead, bro. Hey, go ahead, go ahead. Bro. No, because, oh, my God. My bad, bro. That's I forgot the, this. <laughs> oh, see, I love it. I love it. I love it. Because, bro, like, this is, like, this is a perfect of, perfect example of like sometimes you need to hear the message you already know from somebody else because this is all the stuff that I've been telling myself through my process through my grind da 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 and then not now hearing it from you somebody that's doing what I want to do at a higher trajectory than I'm doing it I'm like yo this is crazy like I'm not crazy for what I'm telling myself like I'm literally telling myself bro keep going keep going it may not look clear right now just keep going keep going keep going (laughs) 100%. 100%. Does anything ever make sense? If you if you really think about it, is anything ever life really guaranteed? No. Oh. Nothing. The, you're in school right now with the guarantee that you're going to graduate and get a degree. But if you're at any point of your time, even though you might be dealing with stuff, your family might be going through stuff, if you stop doing what you're supposed to do, are you going to get that degree? Mm. Absolutely not. When you first got recruited, they promised you that you would. Mm-hmm. It seemed like it was guaranteed. But if you don't do what you're supposed to do, it don't matter. So, so, so the message in that is that anything in life can be guaranteed, but at the end of the day, it depends on you. Right. The bit somebody I could come up to a random person right now and say, "Hey, you know your dreams are guaranteed." But what they don't tell you when the when they're trying to recruit you or get you is that, but it's all dependent on you. All depends on the work. Yeah, you can go to our school and be a starter and be a starter in this sport. But it's depending on you. If you get to practice and you stinking it up, they're not gonna start you. Oh me. No, you me? bro. The crazy thing is, is like the victim mindset that a lot of people will adopt is like, oh, they promised me this, they promised me this, but won't look at themselves and be like, look, am I doing what I said I could do? Am I doing what I told them I can bring to the table? You see what I'm saying? Because I because now I understand how much how big I get I get the science behind. It's not your time and it's God's time. And I know that's a spiritual thing, but it's also a science to it. Right. Because what, what happens is, I, I'll i take it even deeper. You know that quote they used to say when they used to say, you can't take the elevator, you got to take the stairs. They said that, that, that super cliche quote. And you know, you know the back the backstory behind that, why that quote became so famous? They mm-hmm. said because at, at any time you try to take the elevator, 
and then God gives you the blessing when you get to the top, your legs won't be prepared to carry it. You won't even be able to sustain whatever it is you've been asking and praying for. So you asked and prayed to go to the top, to get here, to have these things, to be this person, to have this business, to, to have this team, whatever. You asked for that. You pray, you pray for that. But you wanted to take the short way out to get it. So then when you get to this certain point in your life, you're not even ready. You can't even, you can't even handle it. You can't even handle all of that. But when you got to take the stairs, you're going to fall. You're going to scrape yourself. Your legs burning. They're getting strong as hell. You mm -hmm. feel me? So now when you get there and you can, you can handle it because you've, under, you've seen the storms. You've right. seen the pain. Your legs can, can handle that. You feel me? So I think that's, that's what people don't understand when it comes to that, bro. So now it, hit, it, it makes more sense. I'm almost inviting to, to, to experiences in my life that even if they're not pretty because I know – I'm going to get something out of it on the back end. You feel me? Exactly, bro. That's the thing that I've been focused on in my journey is like focus on focusing on the duality. All right. What 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 is the situation? Boom. What good is coming out of it? What bad is coming out of it? What or not even because I don't even say it's bad. What what blessing and what lesson and then what lesson can I turn into the blessing? You see what I'm saying? 100%. So, for you, bro, because this is actually more of a, a, a personal question that I want some game on. Like, in terms of being a self-improvement advocate through your days, through your days of the, the tough days, like, do you ever get the, the imposter syndrome where you're like, how am I telling all these people to be positive? But I'm not, I'm down bad right now. So what's that like for you, bro? That's called being human. Mm. We forget, I think, that we are that. You dig what I'm saying? Because that's where I can put it. A doctor needs a doctor. A therapist needs a therapist, right? A teacher needs a teacher. A teacher had to get taught by a teacher to become a teacher. Right. A doctor had to get taught by a doctor to become a doctor. You feel me? So, so a lot of times I have to remind myself that it's okay for this to be my profession and what it is I do for other people. But at the end of the day, remind myself that I also need that sometimes. Mm. Right. That's why people say stuff like you can't pour from an empty cup. You mm. can't give, give, give and have nothing left to give. You can't do that because, because now at the end of the day, what am I giving back to myself to be able to give something to you? Right. You dig what I'm saying? So the imposter syndrome comes in when we feel like we have to be all perfect. Right. Like we have to have it all figured out, like because we choose to be certain public figures or be certain people or or strive to be a certain person that we have to be perfect. And now I think that people that people truly fall in love with as, as a person is the people that keep it real. Mm -hmm. Right. That's I think that's who keep that's who people fall in love with the most. So that's why I'm starting to be more vulnerable about my mental health, about the stuff I'm dealing with, about how I write my content, that it comes from a real personal place of stuff I'm dealing with. Right. If I'm talking about giving and giving and people taking and taking, it's because I've been the person that took and took from somebody. Right. Right. I don't I don't get on here to tell you what to do because I'm perfect and I got it all figured out. I'm telling you this to do because I've been that person that did it. Right. You feel me? And I don't want you to do that. And so I think I think you got to stop thinking about it as imposter syndrome and think about it as I'm just human, a human being and I need stuff, too. You feel me? Right. I got needs like everybody else.
Facts, bro. We, we, we beat ourselves up too much, and I do it every day, bro. I, I beat myself up feeling like I got to save everybody. I got to help everybody. I got to be there for everybody. But I'm like, man, I'm still a human being, though. Right. I need a minute. And I and every time I overdo it, every time I overthink it, every time I do too much, you know, the first thing that takes a hit is my creativity. Mm. So now I can't deliver for you anyway. I can't be there for you anyway because I ain't got shit left. You feel me? It's crazy. That makes sense. Like, like now, my family, my daughter takes a hit because now I can't be there for her because I'm all fucked up in the head. Mm-hmm. You dig what I'm saying? I might be there physically. I'm not saying like I would never, you know, I'm always going to be there for her, but like, but right. I'm not there mentally. I can't enjoy the time how I truly need to be able to. That's you feel me? Yeah. Because I got all these things running through my mind. So, so, let's, so I, let's yeah, you got to be that. Let's huh? listen to that. What gets you out of what, what, so for you, what does it look like you giving back to you? You feel me? Because for me, for me personally, it's journaling. Um, really, I've been really diving into journaling, journaling, uh, reading. I need some more, some more outlets, to be honest, hoping, hoping. But of course. yeah, I need some more outlets. So what, what, what outlets you be going to to give back to yourself? Yeah, of course, hooping for sure. Um, working out. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe I write all the time. I don't really have a set time to write. I just write as I, you know, I think of something I write it, you know, and it might turn into a session. But um, yeah, them three things for sure. Uh, man, resting if I can. You know what I'm saying? Playing playing video games every blue moon. It might take mm-hmm. my mind off stuff, but I'm real simple, real laid back type mm-hmm. of guy. So them simple four or five things is enough for me to keep me, you know what I'm saying, at peace. You know what I mean? Right. Sometimes it might sometimes it's literally having to take what's on my heart and recording it. And that's that's I got it off my chest now and I feel better. Mm-hmm. Now I, I, that's my almost another way of journaling, I guess, in a way. You know what I'm saying? So one of them things it, it just depends on the day, to be honest. It depends on the moment, man, or what I got going. So, but yeah, bro, I think everybody needs that. Everybody needs a safe space uh, or a safe place that they can escape to to just just be human and be vulnerable. That's what we just talk being human. Right. We all need that, and I think that's why people have imposter syndrome too, is because they have nowhere to turn to mm-hmm. to be human. I have nowhere to go to just be a human being or just to admit what I'm feeling or to be vulnerable. I got to be strong. Because mm-hmm. if I because if I turn to this person, they ain't gonna do nothing but judge me. If I turn to this person, they ain't gonna do nothing but laugh at me. If I turn to this person, they ain't gonna do nothing but not take me serious. And then when I do something to hurt myself, now you want to listen to me. You feel me? Right. So it's, it's 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 them type of scenarios where I feel like yeah, we, we all need a, a something to escape from. You know what I mean? Or a place we can go to escape. So I'm glad you got something. And I'm definitely some of mine, bro. Right? Yeah. Because I've. Bro, it's actually crazy because I'm writing uh, that paper I was telling you about before we started. It's actually on uh, how depression and anxiety is created through the lifestyle that we're forming as a society. So through like social media and all the Internet stuff. And, bro, it is so crazy reading all these statistics on how much screen time people are on there, how much comparisons going on. And like, bro, the craziest part to me was like how how well these companies are monetizing off the people and like how well they have the scheme set up to where you're addicted 
you're addicted you're addicted you're addicted like yeah. it's so crazy to me it's yeah. so crazy, bro I, I definitely i man listen i can only imagine you know what i mean because even sometimes i you you i know you can attest to this just us we just human like we crying ourselves like what did this nigga do for a living like how was he how was he 19 with a tesla in, in dubai and got a mink coat on like like what is this man doing you know what i mean like you find moments where you like you know what i mean but then but then six months later comes out oh so-and-so's been arrested for ppp fraud and you like i've been here comparing myself to somebody that i thought was on a different level and he ain't even doing what i'm having to do every day to get to right bro. we comparing we comparing to what we think is real Right, because so that's what becomes our reality, and then we wonder why we're so miserable. We don't even know the whole story behind it. Mm. We don't even know, even if that person does have that money like that, we don't know what this person is dealing with on the on the day to day basis. We don't know if if he having to do some crazy shit to make that money. We don't know if he got all that money and he's still miserable, and mm. so that's why he gets on here to do what he does to stunt. Like like we don't understand. We don't even think about all of those different mm. things. We just see it and, and we just let it impact our day, let it impact our mental health, and oh. and that's why I just I post what I post, I create what I create, not get off that shit, bro. Right, you know what I mean that's that's how I am, bro. Cause like I'll really try to keep my screen time down unless I'm editing or posting. And then sometimes like I'll I'll catch myself scrolling. I'm like, wait, what? Like, what am I doing? What am I doing? Thirty minutes then went by. Right, thirty minutes went by fast. I'm. What am I doing, bro? And the crazy thing is, is like, I don't know. Like, like Instagram specifically, like everything's picture perfect. Like you said, like dudes posted with a mink coat, Tessie. But little do we know, he rented that. He rented that. You know what I mean? That's his partner. That's his uncles. Yeah, it's his uncles. It'd be shit like that, bro. And then you're over here, like you said, like you're over here, like, dang, like, I'm not doing what I'm supposed to do. Comparing yourself, boom, 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 boom. And that's when it gets back into what we were talking about earlier. That's when that depression kicks in. And then your blessing's right here, and you stop because you're comparing the dude. And that's not even what you were supposed to be delivered. That's not the blessing that you're supposed to get. Like, it's, man. Bro, social media is crazy. Like, it, it really is crazy. Just because there's, I don't know, I feel like there's just two different sides. Like, there's really, like, the self-improvement advocacy and mental health awareness really rising. And then there's literally, like, a whole flip side of just, like, nonsense. Yeah, like, man. nonsense. Yeah, man, you just got to decide which side you're going to be on. Because I, I feel like in a way, if you go through a certain person's, if you go through a certain person's social media, like who they follow, what's on their TL, what they liking, it tells you a lot about a person. Right. It tells you a lot about what they, how much money they got. It tells you a lot about what they think about and what they care about, too. I feel like it's a great value. So, for instance, if you see a person that has a balance where, yeah, obviously he's going to follow some women or he might, you know, he might follow some some sports pages or whatever, right? But he got some he got some educational stuff in there. He got some motivational stuff in there. Okay, pretty solid head on, dude. But if all you following is females and, and this and that and this and that, it tells me a lot about what you got going and what you spend your time thinking about. You know what I mean? And so that's, that's how I kind of look at social media now. And I, I had to check myself again. I'm I'm on here talking this talking this talk talk, but all I'm following from you know you look at your insights on social media. Right. Yeah. At one point, bro, my ratio of men and women I follow was eighty to twenty percent. I follow eighty percent women, no men. 
and it's all went and it was all women half naked, half you know whatever. And I wonder why I'm always horny. Well, I'm, right. always to, well, I'm always trying to touch something because I because that's all my mind is thinking about, all I'm seeing. Oh man. But I ain't doing none of my work, my work late. Right. I'm getting bad reviews on stuff because you feel me? Exactly. I'm wondering why I didn't make more money this week because I probably was somewhere somewhere later with a chick at 12 at night when I could have been working on something. Me, bro, that's something so important. The mental diet, the mental diet is is so Im- you are what you think. You, you know, are what you yeah, eat. For so, for so, your diet is more than what you eat. Right, your diet is way more than what you eat. Um, Absolutely. Hey, so, so, I know, I know. For me personally, through like self improvement and all of that, I really started tapping in and realizing all life is is habits. Like whether you're conscious of the habits you created or you're unconscious about the habits you created, but you're going to have those habits regardless. Whether your habits to scroll on IG for four hours a day, whether it's to go running every morning, like you're going to have habits. So like what, what, what's your experience with developing new habits, dropping habits, checking old habits, releasing bad, like releasing habits that you're like, ah, I could kind of, it, it's not affecting me that bad. You feel me? So what's your experience with that? That's tough. <laughs> That's tough. Yeah, that got me thinking. Ask that one more time. <laughs> so what, what is your experience with swapping out habits that you know aren't progressing you compared to building conscious habits that you know are going to get you to where you want to go? So like, for example, like how you were just talking about like, all right, I know, I know I usually get laid up with a girl twice a week, but what am I doing it for? And what, where, where else can I be putting that energy? You see what I'm saying? I think it's a self-awareness thing. And I think everybody is going to hit at a different time in your life. When you, when you realize for me anyway, when I realized that I was nowhere near everything I was claiming I wanted to be. Mm-hmm. And while a lot of it might be God's time and all these great things, we still play a great deal in that. Mm-hmm. We play a great deal in that. Like, yeah, you're right. It might not be your time to do whatever X, Y, and Z, despite you being talented and gifted and smart and all of these different things. But a part of the reason why it's God's timing and not your timing and why your timing hasn't come yet is also because of you. Because even if he came right now, like we talked about earlier, you wouldn't even be ready for it anyway. Right. You wouldn't even know what to do with it if it did come right now. You will fumble that bag. And so I think that the biggest thing when it comes to habits is, 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 is you know, which ones you want to get rid of, and which ones you want to develop more, is asking yourself, did I get closer to the dream today? Mm. Did I get closer to the goal today? And if you if you really asking yourself that and thinking about that on a weekly basis, daily basis, monthly basis, whatever, however you do it. And you, re- and you really be real with yourself and realize that I got nowhere near it or I'm or I'm, I'm in the same spot I was in last year. Right. Like I heard the biggest, the biggest, the best example I ever heard, bro, was like this dude was talking about and it, and it, and it hit home for me. And that's really, I think, what woke me up. He was talking about how every year when his birthday came around, mm-hmm. he would still be with the same job, making around the same amount of money, driving the same car. Same situation when it comes to dating, just hopping around, you know, getting that off when he can. Mm-hmm. 
And he asked himself, and he said, then when it was time to go celebrate for his birthday, he had the club, he doing us, but he got to go rent clothes and buy clothes, buy a fresh outfit to do this with. Nice. And he sit there, and one year he was just like, but what am I really celebrating? Mm. What are we really celebrating here? Mm. I'm in the same spot I was in. I'm getting closer to death, but I haven't grown any. Mm. I'm growing physically, but I haven't grown any. I haven't grown mentally, spiritually, physically. I haven't grown. What are we celebrating? And when he put that like that, I said, oh, shit. Yeah, I'm young, but I ain't going to be 21, 22 years forever. Right. Don't it feel like you just graduated high school yesterday? Yeah. Because, so it's, that's that's what it, that's what hit me and made me realize oh, I got to chill the fuck out. I'm, and, and I started putting dots together. I'm always thinking about women because that's all I see when I get on my phone. Right. You think it's not mattering, but the more you're around something, the more you hear something, the more you consume something, the more you, whatever, whatever, you gonna, you can't help but to think about it. Mm-hmm. If you hang around crackheads all day, you're going to be a crackhead. Right. If, you hang around, if you hang around women all day, you're going to want to touch one of them. Right. It's, it's no way around that. And so that's and so I was like, I had to get to the point, what am I celebrating? Mm. I was. I had to go buy a fresh outfit. Same thing with me. I had to go buy a fresh outfit every time my birthday came around because I, you know, the clothes I had, they was, you know, or I'm driving the same car, or I'm, I'm, I'm at one point hopping job to job, and then my business ain't doing well. So what am I celebrating? Mm. Why am I want to have be with all these females and do all this, and I ain't even, you feel me? Mm. Like what am I doing? And so that, that's that's what I think for anybody. You gotta ask yourself, what am I celebrating? I'm getting closer to dying, but have I have am I growing as much as I'm growing physically? And, and at some point, that got to matter more than the material things, the the, the extracurriculars. I got to matter more at some point. But I think that just hits people at different levels. Comes with this certain certain levels of maturity and being self aware and being honest with yourself. Mm-hmm. You can lie to yourself all day, but you can't fool yourself. Right. So I think that's how that happens, bro. It starts with being self aware, and it starts with asking yourself that question: When am I celebrating? That bro, what I'm writing about that tonight. I'm writing. Yeah. What am I celebrating? That is hard. Real talk, because I, I'm at that point now. I look at it like that with everything. I can't. I can't. I can't sit back and kick it with my partners until I finish my work. Mm-hmm. What am I celebrating? I wouldn't even feel right sitting there watching the video, watching a game, or playing a video game, and I ain't even finished my task for the day. Mm-hmm. I left money on the table today. I didn't even hit my quarter today. Why am I celebrating? Damn. You feel me? Right. And so I think, and it, it, don't get me wrong, I'm 25. It took me a long time to think like this. I ain't just start thinking like this. I just start thinking like this. You know what I'm saying? Right. A year and a half, two years ago, at the most. And I'm just going to get to a point where I got structure in my business top to bottom. So, right. yeah, bro, just you got to ask yourself that question. And you got to be honest with yourself. But if you're going to lie to yourself, then don't even, don't even try. You know? crazy wait how long you been in entrepreneurship uh i've been working for myself bro like almost eight years yeah, yeah. eight well it is eight years eight years yep what was yeah, the what so. was your first business or is it the one that you got now the first it started out just community outreach alone uh-huh. like speaking was obviously but it wasn't like a business i just was a speaker right, right? but but like business was a community outreach so like youth programming had like youth mentoring programs I like with mentor youth in the summertime, stuff like that. Parents pay a tuition fee, that type of thing. So that's what it started out as, bro. And it just kind of evolved. You know what I'm saying? And I just kind of slowly but surely monetized each one of my passions. Mm-hmm. Kids, I love those, monetize that. I love writing, monetize it. I love, um, you know, 
I used to watch cars as a kid, monetize that again, reinvented. I just reinvented all my businesses that I had as a kid or reinvented stuff I love to do. All right. But yeah, started with just like mentoring program. That's what's up. That's what's yeah. up. That's the That's the thing, bro. That's, I think that's the thing that keeps a lot of people from doing what they want to love. They they doing what they love. They know what they want to do, and they know what they love to do. They just don't know how to make a living off of it yet. Right. So when they don't understand that part, they don't do it. Right. They, and they scared to do it because they they might have to be broke for a while, have to live with a friend for a minute, or you might have to. You know, eat some eat some bullshit every night for a year. You know what I'm saying? People don't want to do that type of stuff, but you claim you love this. You claim you want this. And that's where it goes back to being real with yourself. So yeah, bro. That's, oh man, bro. I've gained so much knowledge in this however many minutes, bro. I, <laughs> this is that's crazy. what I'm that's what I'm that's all I'm ever trying to do, bro. Just add some value, man. Right. This is crazy. So so oh wait, what was I about to ask you? What was I about to ask you? Oh, all right, bet. What what is the most recent thing you've learned? Most recent thing I've learned? Mm-hmm. Just like period. Yeah. So I got a new part, I got a new partnership with um with an organization here, one of my good friends, man, he doing like some big time stuff, bigger than my stuff, like when it comes to community outreach. So they do like a, a feeding program, feeding like a thousand meals a day to different kids in the city every day during the week. And so um, I'm one of the new partners with that. And so I think one of the biggest things I've learned recently was doing that work today earlier before me and you met is I'm starting to see the structure behind running a six figure company now. Mm-hmm. So from the team to to um, the organizational part, the paperwork part, the operational part, I'm seeing that now. Like right. I told you, I'm experienced. I'm, I'm I learned through experience. I have to be doing it. I have to be in it. I have to fail at it. I have to fuck up a couple times, and then I get it. And so that's how I learned always. That's like my classroom. And so that's the most recent thing I feel like I'm learning now is just um how to operate just a six figure company. Period, and then also how to just be more. Uh, on point when it comes to like my community outreach, you know what I mean? Uh, doing it at a bigger level, I've done it, but I can do it bigger now. You know what I mean? I so, 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 yeah, I think that's the most recent thing I've learned, bro. Because I'm not, I'm not big reader. Like I don't really read, or I'm more of a pie. I'm more of like a, I'm more of like a podcast, like I said, experimental type of person. So yeah, I think that's probably the most recent something that happened today. I like that. All right, all right, all right. I got two more questions. I got two more. All right. All right. What's one quote you live by? Your most favorite, your favorite quote, favorite saying. It's not. It's, it's not like just one quote, like in, like a sentence. It's yeah. more of like a. It is, but it ain't. So Miles Monroe, my favorite speaker ever, besides Les Brown, old head. I don't know if you ever heard of him. He's from the Bahamas. Past like. I gotta listen to him now. Yeah, he's super hard, man. He's super hard. He passed like in 05, 06, maybe 07 or something like this. It was, a, it was a little while ago. He died in a plane crash, but he was from the Bahamas, like well-known, renowned speaker, preacher, uh, entrepreneur, all that. And mm-hmm. so um, he, he said something in one of his, um, his presentations. He said, um, when you were born, there was something that the world needed. God impregnated this thing on the inside of you. And that thing is your gift. It's your talent. It's your purpose. It's the thing you were born to do. Right. And what happens, what happens when, when, if a woman was to leave a baby inside of her for too long, 
she could die and the baby could die. Right. And so many people mirror that scenario. God put this thing in you and you die before you even have a chance to give it to the world. And so now the dream and the talent and the gift has to die with you. And you don't understand how much the world needed that thing that you were impregnated with. Think about that. Like, think about that on a deeper level real quick, bro. Think about that. Like, think about if your doctor said, fuck it, I'm not going to be a doctor no more. Who would save you? Think about if you're right now, if your car broke down and the mechanic you count on to fix it said, fuck it, I'm not fixing cars no more. But that's what he was trained and paid and built to do for this world. Who gonna fix your car? I, that seems so simple, but that's so much deeper when you when you really think about what he was saying. I I was born to speak, and there's somebody out there that's gonna kill themselves. But until I made the video I made, who am I? You feel me? What if I never would have did it? I'm not just hurting myself. I'm killing myself in my own dream. But I'm 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 hindering so many other people. That I was supposed to be helping. And so I think that's something I live by because it I it hit me on such a deeper level when I really thought about the 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 words and the meaning behind what he was saying. And it was so powerful. I was like, fuck, what? You know? And you like, I gotta do it. I so I wake up every day with a mindset, I have to do this. Even when I'm tired, I have to do this. Right. Even when it don't make sense, I have to do this. And I think if more people adopted that mindset, they wouldn't give up so easily. Right. Because you would understand that. You haven't met that person yet, but it's somebody you're going to meet, or you may never meet him, but he's he he or she is 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 impacted by what you do. Mm-hmm. So I think oh. more people gotta look at it like that. That's a bar. That, that's a <laughs> bar. That is a bar. That's what I live by, bro. Jeez, that's a clip right there. Like I'm clipping that segment, posting that on IG three three times a month or so. No, yeah, me too. That, that <laughs> is a bar. Oh my god! All right, so my shoot. Let me hold on. That is, <laughs> bro. What? Oh, I can't wait to just sit by myself and start thinking about the stuff we went over today, bro. This is crazy. All right, my last question for you. Where do you see yourself, your business, business ventures in five years? To be honest, I don't know, <laughs> but um, my, my goal and my dream, man, is, is for it to just be bigger than it is now. Mm. Bigger than it is now, serving more people. Um, touching more people, helping more people, being a resource for more people. That's all I, because again, we grow, we grow physically, but are we growing mentally, spiritually, business, business wise, are we growing? And so I just want to grow. If I have 16,000 followers and supporters now, I pray that we, we, we five X that at least in five years. If we if we serve a thousand people on average a day now, I, I pray we're doing five thousand in five years. Right. Maybe not exactly, but I hope we just have have progressed. I hope we I hope I, I just hope that my platforms ever become stagnant, right? To where I forget about the mission or or I become lazy with it or whatever. You know what I mean? So that's that's the biggest thing, bro. I just want to be one of the best at what I do. I want to be a, I want to be a philanthropist of the year. I want to win a Nobel Peace Prize for this type of work. I want to. I want people to to be impacted by my words and my missions and my initiatives and 
Shit, man. I'll die happy, bro. So five years, that's what I see. Just just progression. Just growth. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Learn from my mistakes and just be better. This was tough. This was both. Every time I have, like, every podcast, every new episode is my favorite episode. This is my favorite episode. And that's that's how it's going to be, bro. You as a creative, man, you're going you gonna to run across so many people that's like-minded like you, bro. And, you know what I'm saying? Man, you click from day one, man. So when you said, let's do the show, I said, I got you. You feel me? So this shit was dope, man. I, I, I fuck with your platform. I, you, do, you do a hell of a job interviewing, too, bro. I appreciate you. For real. I appreciate you. For real. So... This isn't even like a question, but let the people know where they can tap in with you, where they can follow you, all that good stuff. Community, um, boom, boom, boom. Yeah, uh, I'm on all social media platforms, man. I'm most active on Instagram and TikTok and Twitter, my favorite three. Uh, at Will Z Titwell, Will Z E E T I D W E L L, man. And text my community number. Get in my community. I'm dropping gems in there every day. I'm dropping knowledge in there every day. I'm answering questions from y'all directly every day. Direct texting me. Yes, it's me texting you back. No computer, nobody else. I'm texting you. Uh, 501 267 9644. Yeah, 267 9644. Text me, man. Um, just let me know you heard the show. You know, whatever, man. I'm always here for y'all, man. So, yeah, that's how you can find me. I'm putting all the links in the description, all that good stuff. They're tapping in. Any any last remarks for the people, man? Uh, man, give birth to the thing that impregnated you, you know, uh, that you've been impregnated with, rather. Just give birth to it. I think that's what I'll say. Uh, don't let the people that haven't even been touched by you yet suffer because of your own fears or insecurities or laziness or, or, or selfishness or whatever. You know what I'm saying? Give birth to that thing today. Um, I know you're scared. I know it doesn't make sense. I know you're dealing with shit. I know you got scars. I know you're going through storms. I know shit is hard. I know it doesn't. I, I get all that. I get all that. But that's the beauty of it. And that's what's going to make you cherish everything you've been asking for so much more when you get it. Because you wouldn't value it the same if you didn't go through all of these things. Think about it. Perfect example. We're talking about pregnant, being pregnant. A woman, a woman goes through the most pain when she's giving birth, but somehow when she has this baby in her hand, she forgets all about the shit she just went through. She stopped crying. She ain't yelling no more. She ain't got no, she don't care about the epidural no more. None of that because she realized that what she went through was worth it to get this beautiful thing, this beautiful baby. It's the same thing with your dreams and your gift. Yeah, it's going to be painful. Yeah, it's going to hurt. Yeah, it ain't going to make sense. Yeah, you're going to want to quit. Yeah, you're going to scream. Yeah, you're going to have depression. Yeah, all that. Everything a mother go through. Everything a person that's giving birth to something go through. But after you have that baby, you're going to be like, man, this is beautiful. Man, I love this thing. Man, I don't want to ever put it down. That's, that's that's the beauty of it. So, yeah, that's what I would tell them. My bad. I got carried away again. Put it down. That's the perfect way to end it, y'all. That's the perfect way to end it. I appreciate you, my guy. For real, for real. Hey. Make sure y'all go tap in with him. He's dropping gems on the daily. He's dropping gems on the daily. My seven and seven reset challenge is coming soon. I'm working on it hard for y'all. Make sure y'all go cop that when it's ready. Like my grandma said, man, keep going, keep going. I love y'all. Peace. Peace, man.